When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. I'm Betsy Jewell, and I'm glad you're here. This week's episode is number two in a series of four highlighting blue-collar careers and careers in the trades. Last week, we heard from Steve Turner of Bring Back the Trades. If you missed that episode, be sure to check it out. This week, I'm delighted to welcome Andrea Harris to the podcast. Andrea is the CEE, or Chief Empowerment Executive at a nonprofit organization called Tools and Tierras, where she and her co-founder, Judalyn Cassidy, mentor and teach young people about the trades. Having spent over 20 years as a cement mason in New York City, Andrea has a wealth of experience and wisdom for young people interested in careers in the trades. During our conversation, Andrea talks about her unexpected path into the trades how to get young people started in the trades, and why she draws a diamond and a heart on each of her tools. You won't want to miss Andrea's advice about getting a debt-free education in the trades and her biggest lesson in life. There's a lot to unpack here, so let's get started. Hi, Andrea. Thank you very much for being here today on the High School Hamster Wheel podcast. Hi, Betsy. Thank you so much for having me today. I am so, so, so glad we connected because you you are something else, something special. And I think everybody needs to know about the incredible work you're doing, the incredible influence you're having on young women, and and just great, great experience and information to share about a career in the trades. So this is just, I'm really looking forward to this. <laughs> well, thank you for thinking of me as amazing because that's very rare as a woman in the trades that you get to hear that you're awesome and other people who are not also blue collar workers enjoy you and what it is that you do and what you bring forth to the world. Yeah, you would think now by 2021 that would change, but sadly it sounds for me like it hasn't changed all that much. Um, before we get into the conversation, will you just take a, a couple of minutes and just introduce yourself to my audience? I'm Andrea Harris. I'm a cement mason, female cement mason um, at the FDNY. I'm also the only female cement mason at the FDNY. So it's a, it's not a really crowded field where I'm at. So if you get a chance, come on by. I've been a cement mason for 25 years this year, entering the trades at a um, pretty young age. I don't want to give my age away. And um, I come from a trades family. My mom is a retired laborer. My father is a retired carpenter. My husband is also a mason. I come from just just amazing group of trades people. Um, the trades was not the first thing that I chose, but it is the one thing that I do love. 
Um, I'm a mother to a 12-year-old. I'm sorry, he's 13 now. A 13-year-old wonderful boy, teenage years. You know how that is. I sure do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also the CEE, the Chief Empowerment Executive at Tools and Tiaras, where our main motto is jobs don't have genders. Oh, I love that. I love that. All right. So let's go back a little bit because you said your cement mason career was not your first choice, right? Not where you were headed. So where were you headed and, and what, when did that change? I was headed into journalism. I wanted to be a journalist. If you go back into my high school yearbook, it says, and they say, where will you be in 10 years or, or whatever? I said I was going to be the next Oprah Winfrey. Little did I know I was going to be the Oprah Winfrey of the trades. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, I and I landed here. I come from an I'm from an Im- immigrant family. Um, I'm one of six, and my parents couldn't afford to send me to college. So, like I said, both of my parents are in the trades, and my mom knew someone who. They had an apprenticeship for female cement masons, and she said, would you like to do it? And I said, I'll, I'll try anything. And once I got into the, the um, trades as a cement mason apprentice, first-year apprentice, I was actually making more than I was going to be making as an entry-level journalist. Yeah, I hear that all the time from people I talk to in the trades. I mean, right away, you can make a lot of money, and then even – as your career continues throughout the years, it's not like you're being passed by by people with college degrees or in corporate careers. Did you have any fear about that? I mean, cement mason is not a common role and not, you know, I don't know the the ins and outs and the day-to-day of that. Like, were you like, yikes, what is this? Or were you like, I can do it, no big deal? I My biggest fear was always being um, not as good as the men that I worked with, because generally the crew that I work with, I'm mostly the only female. So I, my biggest fear was always not being as good as them. And I remember one day as, as um, a first year apprentice, my foreman pulled me aside. And because a lot of times when you're new, everyone wants to talk to you to get to know you. And he pointed to the guys and he said to me, when they mess up, no one notices. When you mess up, everyone sees. And that stuck with me all these years later because at that moment I told myself, I'm going to be the best at this or as good as or equal to as far as my work is concerned. What a great attitude. I don't know. I I wonder if that would have sent me packing if I would have said, I'm not going to deal with this or I don't need this, but good for you for not, you know, not being put aside by that. But I've, I've never been a quitter and coming, my, my parents have always taught us like never, ever, ever give up. So I've never really been a quitter. And to this day, like I, for my tools, I'll draw a heart and a diamond on my tools because I always told myself I need to be all heart and as tough as a diamond because no one should ever be able to penetrate who I am to get myself further into my career or my field. You're such an inspiration. And I love that there's a heart and a, and a diamond on your tools. I think that's pretty cool. So nobody can ever steal your hammer or whatever you're using. <laughs> Generally, the guys don't even want to touch it. They're like, I'm not touching this. It has a heart and a diamond on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's Angie's. I'm like, that's right. <laughs> so like, can we talk a little bit about your day-to-day? So for, for those people who don't know, so FDNY is Fire Department of New York, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. So can you talk a little bit about your day-to-day and, and what your your job looks like? And I know it changes all the time. Um, and we're also, this isn't going to air until October, but we're recording this um, on September 9th. So it's a couple days before September 11th. And I know that you did do some work after the September 11th tragedy. So can you just talk about sort of throughout your career, the types of projects that you've worked on? I've worked on bridges. I've worked on tunnels. I've worked in high-rise construction. I've worked in shelters. I've worked on roadways. And I've also worked at firehouses. This is my job right now. And my day-to-day is we would go to a firehouse that probably or possibly needs either a new apron. And an apron is a sidewalk that you walk on in front of the firehouse. And if it's in disrepair and it needs to be fixed or removed and replaced, I am a part of that crew, also known as the concrete crew. And we go in and we have bobcats and jackhammers and shovels and rakes and you name it, and we remove everything and we replace it. We do our own rebar, we install the rebar, tie everything up, we level out the the gravel and we pour concrete. And generally it's not until concrete day where most people realize that I am the Mason <laughs> because I'm generally mistaked for the help. I'm, I'm usually um, looked at as the laborer, but I'm okay with that because I love to see the look on people's faces when they're like, um, are you the Mason? And I'm like, absolutely. Yes. Yes, I am. And then the next question would be, do, do you do side work? <laughs> <laughs> I could actually use some cement work, but I'm too far away. <laughs> That's so funny. You have such a good attitude about it. Like just that people would question that you could be the Mason and you're like, I sure am. Like not not being intimidated. That's awesome. Well, 20, 25 years in, in the um, business and, you know, you're, you, you don't feel phased by anyone. You're proud of who you are and what you do. And it's okay when you say, I'm the lead on this part of the project. Watch me work. <laughs> yeah. And what an, what an, a great role model you are for young women who are interested in the trades. I, I, and I want to talk about tools and tiaras too. Um, for my audience who isn't aware, can you talk about what tools and tiaras is, how it got started, um, and what kind of work you do? Tools and Tiaras is a nonprofit organization started by my friend and fellow tradeswoman, Judalyn Cassidy. Judalyn and I have been friends for as long as I've been in the trades. We met each other just about 25 years ago. We were both apprentices in the trades. Our companies generally work um, side by side. She's a plumber. I'm a mason. Most of the time, we were the only two women. She tells a story where I never wanted to be her friend. <laughs> She forced me to be her friend and we became fast friends going to lunch together. And about two or three years ago, she started Tools and Tiaras and I would see her, it's a nonprofit organization and I would see her post stuff and I would always repost it, repost it. And I remember reaching out to her 
and saying, you know, if you need help, I'll come and I'll volunteer. You know, I'll teach a mason class. She's like, how about you just come and be a part of this because you know the trades. And we had we have um, workshops every month: plumbing, electric, carpentry, masonry, um, engineering, architecture. You name it. If you name it and you can dream it, and it's a blue collar or a trades job, we more than likely have a um, um, workshop for it. And I've been with Tools and Tiaras ever since. It's one of my loves. <laughs> so cool. And it's open to young women of what ages? Like what's maybe the youngest versus the oldest? I believe this year we had um, a young young lady um, as young as six. And we do in-person workshops as well as virtual workshops because, you know, with COVID, a lot, the world has changed. Mm-hmm. And for, as young as six, and we teach women, we have workshops for women who are interested in learning um, different aspects of the trades. And we also um, teach boys as well. We're not really close to, um, we're not gender specific. However, we do gear more towards the young women. Um, but we will teach boys, girls, you name it. <laughs> but as young as six, and it's, it varies. Okay. And it's open to anyone in any location then if you're doing it virtually too. Uh, yes anyone in any location. And we generally post on our website. If you don't see it on the website, it's on our, um, on our pages, our Instagram or our Facebook page. Sometimes we'll post it on Twitter and you could just sign up from there. Okay. I'm going to include all these links in the show notes, by the way, the website, your social media, all that. And we'll get to that later. Um, so what tips would you have for parents if their daughter comes to them and says, I want to get into the trades, you know, college isn't for me. I don't want to go the traditional four-year college route. I, I, I'm interested in working with my hands and getting into the trades. What's a good place to get them started? Um, reach out to your local union. A lot of the times they'll have apprenticeship programs that open throughout the year where they're willing to teach someone. And And if your child is not, if college is not the way that they want to go, think of it this way. They could be in a $50,000 or more career without any college debt. And they're paying your child to learn. I was paid to learn. And we often tell our girls at Tools and Tiaras that you could be in a lucrative career where you make $150,000 or better. It's just about how much time you want to give to your career. So it's yeah. okay to embrace it. I never thought that I would be in the trades. Like, as I say, I'm from an immigrant family and generally your parents, when you're an immigrant, they don't want you to be like them. They want you to be better than. And it's funny because my mom will tell everybody, my daughter's a Mason, the only female Mason. <laughs> she must be so, both your parents must be so proud of you for what a what an amazing and long career you've had. Absolutely. And um, I've done projects like I renovated my house and my dad and I worked on tile together. So, yeah, and, and it, it, it's rewarding because we're spending time and we're bonding and we're doing something that we both love. So, yeah. What would you say, what's your the most favorite project that you worked on? I know it's probably hard to pick one, but. um, Oh, wow. I can't even. I would probably say the path, the path tunnel. Okay. Can you That's talk one about of, that? Absolutely. Um, 
after 9-11, the PATH train tunnel was destroyed during nine, after 9-11. And there was no train service from New York to New Jersey. And I worked on that project. I could officially say that I have walked from New York to New Jersey or worked from New York to New Jersey, rebuilding the first PATH train tunnel that was um, reopened after 9-11. That's huge impact. I mean, think about the number of lives you have affected by the work that you've done. That's got to feel so good. It, it does. But, you know, in construction or in the trades, it's like you, you, you did a job and then you just move on to the next one and the next one and the next one. And it's only until maybe you're driving by or you're with your family, you're like, oh, I work there. Oh, I work there. Do you ever leave your initials anywhere, like really small somewhere? Sometimes. When I was a finisher in high-rise construction, I would leave it in the corner column of the building. (laughs) That's a great idea. And we'll be right back after a quick break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, and what about one of the worst jobs you've been on and, and why was it the worst? Like kind of a, I'm trying to give a, a look into the pros and the cons, right? Like what's the good stuff about what you do and what's the hard or not so fun stuff? I can't really remember exactly where it was, but I remember we were pouring concrete and it was down in the, somewhere in the city and it was a, a building sandwich next to another building and the wall blew out. And when the wall blows out, that means that the, the wood that's holding the wall releases and the wall blew out into the neighbor's bathroom. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. While you, while you were working while on it? While we were working. So we were looking at it like, where, where is this concrete going? It just keeps going and go. And then the neighbor comes out, stop. <laughs> the neighbor wasn't in the bathroom when you blew out the wall. No, they? thank God. <laughs> that would have been really bad. Um, so you also have a podcast, yes? Yes, we have a podcast called Trades Women Talk, which is hosted by myself and Judeline Cassidy, the founder of Tools and Tiaras. And we talk to a bunch of different, not just trades women, but we talk to men as well. Anyone who's influential in the trades, um, investing, money management, and 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 different topics of conversation, moms in construction and stuff like that. We have wonderful topics. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. I'm going to include a link to that as well in the show, na- show notes. Thank you. What else? What else can you tell us about your long and very successful career? Um, anything that you learned along the way, kind of your biggest lessons? And can you share some of those? My my biggest lesson, and it took me a while to realize this, is you can't always take yourself too seriously. It's okay to mess up and it's okay to laugh and just fix it. Mm -hmm. You can always go back and fix something. You know, we're not, we're not perfect. And 
especially for the young girls or young women who would want to enter the trades, you don't have to be like the men. It's okay to be yourself. And and I didn't learn that late. I've always been that person where I just, I don't need to be with you guys, but we can all get along, but I don't need to just act like a man to fit in. You can mm. just be yourself. It's okay. That is really, really excellent advice, especially for young people, because it's so much about fitting in and not being different and not standing out, even if it's for a good reason. So that's that's really good advice for them. And I think I talk about this on the podcast a lot too. I love what you said about don't be afraid to make a mistake. I talk about fair failure and fear of failure frequently because you know, we've all been brought up in high schools and and really all throughout public school to say get the best grade, right? Get the A, get the B. But you can get A's and B's and not learn anything. I see it happen all the time. Um, but better to learn, make a mistake, fail, and fix it, right? And try yes. again. Fix it. Don't give up. Fix it. Never, ever give up. Like I tell my son, you know, all the time, he's like, I can't. And that's a word that I don't like hearing. I don't like can't because you can. You just have to find a way to do. Right. Right. Ugh. This is so, so much great advice. So what about any other advice for parents? Um, I would say too, like, I'm just going to say it. We all know this. Blue collar careers have a stigma attached to them, right? Like if you don't go to college and you go into some sort of trade or or other career, you know, you're not going to be successful or there's a stigma where people kind of look at you and say, oh, you know, you weren't college material or you couldn't couldn't do it. Like, what would you say, especially to parents who maybe have reservations if their teen comes to them and says, you know what, I don't want to go to college. I want to go into a trade. And the parent maybe is feeling uneasy about that. Here's the thing with trades. And let's be clear. I work with people who have college degrees, who have left their office jobs and have come into the trades. And said, if I knew about this years ago, I wouldn't even have gone to college. I'm not saying don't go to college if that's what you want, but I've met people like that. Now, the electrician's trade, they will pay you to go to school in New York City. I'm not sure of other states. They will pay you to go to school. And once you finish your apprenticeship program, you will leave that program with a two-year associate's degree. So it's almost... It's not almost, you've gone to school. Mm. You've just not gone to a traditional school. And a lot of um, Mm. trades have partnerships with with colleges where you can go and get extra credit to advance yourself in your trade, in your field. So it's not, it's not a, um, it's not that we don't want to go to school or we're high school dropouts. Some of us, we just love working with our hands. Like me, I don't have to get dressed up to go to work every day. I can be cute after work and on the weekends. (laughs) And you are, because you're a shopper and you're a fashionista. That I am. (laughs) Well, and I like what you just said too about going into the trades. And by the way, getting school getting an education without paying for it. Like if you're become, if you're an electrician's apprentice and you come out with a two-year degree, you have no student loan debt after that. Am I right? Absolutely none. 
and your union has put you through school so you can have an associate's. Now, if you wanted to further your trade, you can go back for two more years. And then a lot of unions have partnerships like the union that I'm I'm with now, the Teamsters Union, have partnerships with colleges where they'll pay you to go to school or you can go to that school for free. So it's not a be all end all where you're like, oh, you don't want to go to school. You can just do it. You just do it at your own pace. That's fantastic. Um, I talk about that a lot too. The student loan debt is just out of control right now. So if there's a way, an alternate way to get an education and and get yourself into a career that you're interested in, that you'll be successful in, why not take advantage of that? Absolutely. Okay, what else? Anything else you want to share, promote, talk about? Well, <laughs> um, in 2019, I was featured in a Dove Beauty Bar commercial. You might have seen me. I did um, see you. <laughs> and I, I, I remember going online and reading the comments. They're like, that's not a real Mason. And I thought it was absolutely funny because I am a real Mason. I am going to post a link to that that commercial as well because I went and watched it too and yeah I love that I love that you and the other women are breaking stereotypes that's so important and so valuable to our young women and young men I mean for them to see women in these positions as well so thank you for that that's really incredible Thank right. you. <laughs> so I know people are going to want to find and follow you online. So we talked briefly about it earlier. So the website for Tools and Tiaras, and what about social media? The website for Tools and Tiaras is toolsandtiaras.org, T-O-O-L-S-A-N-D-T-I-A-R-A-S.org. Um, it's Tools Ampersand Tiaras on Instagram as well as Facebook. Um, you'll see a little girl holding a hammer on it. If you, if you feel like you're on the wrong page, you will see that young lady holding that hammer with the the tool belt around her waist. You have hit the right place. (laughs) And I love your, your logo. And I see that you have a t-shirt on for tools and tiaras. Do you sell those? Yes, we do. You could find the tools and tiaras swag on the, um, on the website as well, as well as tools and tiaras bag. I use mine for the gym. (laughs) Tools and Tiara's bags. We have stickers that says where strong girls are forged. And we're, we're entering into different different um, swag as well. Okay. I'm definitely going online and buying a t-shirt. I got <laughs> to have one of those. Thank, nice. you so, thank you so much for being here today. This has been enlightening and just a pleasure to meet you. I love the work that you're doing. I'm going to promote the heck out of your organization and um And like I said, this will air in a couple of weeks and and I'm really excited for everybody to hear it. Thank you so much, Betsy, for having me. And for all you young people out there, remember, jobs don't have genders. One of the best things about podcasting is the people I meet along the way. I'm so inspired by people like Andrea who pursue their own path, even if it doesn't fit into our cultural norms. As Andrea shared during our conversation, she's felt like she's always had to be better and do better than her male counterparts. That mindset has got to change. And the more we can encourage and empower the young women in our lives to choose the career that's best for them, no matter what traditional gender roles have been communicated in the past, the better our world will be. As Andrea says, jobs don't have genders. 
So let's make sure that our teens, no matter what their gender identity, feel confident in their career choices. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful that you're listening. Please take a minute and leave me a rating and review in your favorite podcast player. I welcome your feedback and I'd love to hear any ideas you have for future episodes. Be sure and check out the show notes at highschoolhamsterwheel.com slash 102, where I will include all links mentioned during this episode. If you happen to know of a teenager who is unsure of their next step after high school, a college student rethinking their future career path, or a young person who just needs some guidance while evaluating their career options, I can help. You can learn more about me and the coaching I offer at BetsyJewelCoaching.com. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with another episode of the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.